1: Sides were taken over. Touch your neighbor say, submission is the mission. It says, be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him who punish those who do evil. So we learned on Sunday that it wasn't just about to the main leader, right? Because even in companies, you're cool if the CEO says it. In church, you're cool if Bishop says it. But what happens when it's one of the governors, it's one of the delegated leaders, it's one of the middle managers that comes to tell you something, watch this, that now you've got to submit to even though it didn't come from the horse's mouth. The real test of how mature you you are if you can follow orders and stay in rank. God never blesses anything that's out of order. That's why Psalm 133 says that behold how good and pleasant it is for the brethren to dwell together in unity. What does unity mean? Everybody stays in their position and everybody stays in their rank. I wish you would watch this. Stop allowing people around you that keep creating chaos. I wish you stop allowing people around you that don't know how to stay in order. Why? Because the Bible says that the commanded blessing is only sent to a place where there's order. So whenever God sees disorder and a lack of submission, God backs up and says I can't do nothing with that but I wish you check your role and make sure somebody say my role is the submitted role say it say it no wrong person try somebody else say this is the submitted role this is the... I don't need anything in my atmosphere that's blocking the blessing that's blocking the flow that's blocking the oil y'all not saying nothing to me you've had spent too many of your years around disorderly unsubmitted people which is why God says I couldn't bless you because they were there Oh, it's about to be a whole situation. So watch me. It says, to the emperor as supreme or to governors sent by him to punish those who do evil. So he says, watch this. The middle manager is going to come to punish or to correct those who do evil. What's evil? Contrary to. Now, this is an important principle because watch this. A lot of the times, especially as Christians, and we're going to look at this in the verse, we like to celebrate the fact that we have liberty. Say "Liberty." liberty. We like to celebrate the fact that we have freedom. Say freedom. But the real test of freedom and liberty is, watch this, is what you do when you can do whatever you want to. The real you comes out when you can do whatever you want to do. Y'all not saying that to me. The real person comes out when they're not given too many instructions. They, they're just left alone. I wish some of you, watch this, would learn how to date right. Mm-hmm. Some of you just need to step back and see how they act without you saying nothing. Because watch this, sometimes people know how to perform because you gave them their lines. Y'all not saying nothing to me. Sometimes what you need to do is you need to just see how they act without you giving them their lines. Because watch this. You're going to see who the real person is. I pray you ain't dating an actress. I pray you're not dating an actor. I pray you've met the real person. You gave them their lines. You told them you like good morning Text. That's why you get them. Y- y'all, y'all, y'all ain't saying nothing to me. To punish those who do evil contrary to. Which means, watch well, this. I know I'm supposed to do A, but I'm gonna do 14. Watch this. Here's how you know you're not submitted. You justify 14 when A was clear. You justify doing your own thing. But the reason I didn't do it, and here's what you need to know about God: God doesn't listen to excuses. Whoa. Touch the name Say God doesn't listen to excuses. The only person that accepts those excuses is you. God says, listen, 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 feed the people. Well, how are we supposed to do it? We only have two fish and five loaves of bread. Submit. The reason you have lack is because you don't submit. He said, the two loaves, the two fish and the five loaves, that's all you need. But if you learn how to submit to an instruction, watch this, you'd figure out that what you need, watch this, what you have is all that you need. If you learn how to submit, you'd figure out that what's in your hands is big enough to meet your situation. If you, I wish I had somebody in this place. Touch your neighbor, say, learn how to submit. He, He says, feed the people. And you know what they give him? They give him an excuse. They said, well, how are we supposed to do this? And he says, listen, don't you go tell somebody else to do it you do it. Let me jaywalk to the text for somebody. There's certain things in life you've been trying to put on other people that God says, no, you're going to get this done. This ain't going to happen because of your mama. This ain't going to happen because of your daddy. This ain't going to happen because of your cousin. This. Watch this. Stop being mad at your ex. I use them to get the best out of you. <laughs> Y'all ain't saying nothing. Would you look at somebody next to you and say, submit say and follow the instructions. He says, cross over the Red Sea. Well, Lord, how are we supposed to cross over the Red Sea? There's nothing but water, and we got little kids. They're going to drown. Stop. God says, I don't want to hear your excuses. If I told you to do it, I'll equip you to do it. I just wonder if there's anybody in this place where there's some big stuff in front of you that looks scary. But if he told you to do it, baby, you better. You better step out there and get it done. Judge your neighbor. Say, Submit. He never says to do anything. Oh, tithe and I can't tithe. I don't have enough. Submit. That's why you don't have enough. You don't submit. You talk too much. Somebody say submit. Y'all are too quiet in this whole section over here. <laughs> I love you. Uh, I said, say submit. He says the governor. Oh, there
0: y'all go. Come on.
1: He says, or the governors who are sent by him to punish those who do evil, contrary to, and to praise those that do good. God says, if you see people always getting celebrated, watch this. Here's what it's first going to test, the inner hater. Can you shout for her, watch this, on her special day while you're waiting on your day to come? Can you shout for him when he get a breakthrough while you're waiting on your breakthrough to come? Today, I walked with a pastor to celebrate what God was doing for his church. And I was just smiling and excited and clapping. I said, this is amazing. He said, wow, I'm so so glad that you're so happy. I said, what you don't understand is a win for you. It's a win for me. Because I don't have any reason to hate on you. Because haters get benched. Would you look at somebody on your left and right and say, I'm celebrating you. I'm celebrating. Yeah, we will not be a people harvest that tear one another down. We will not be a people that try to see one another fall. When one of us wins, baby, all of us here. Let me go to the hood for somebody. When one of us eats, all of us eat. Somebody say, I want to see you win. Yeah, I want to see your debts paid off. I want to see your family saved. I want to see your money increase. I want to see you be the biggest giver in the church. I want to see your entire family serving. I want to see you win. So watch. It says, it says, praise those who do good. So whenever you see somebody else getting praised, you need to study what they're doing. Stop being jealous and start taking notes how you mad at somebody because they winning i don't know why they doing this i don't know why god doing this baby get you a pen get you a pad if you can't get a pen or a pad get you a phone and open up the notepad and start taking some notes i rebuke every jealous backbiting gossiping spirit upon the sound of my voice slap somebody half five say i want you to win Verse 15, for this is the will of God. What's God's will? Submit. Look at me. For everybody, confused. So a whole lot of y'all, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my life. Let me tell you why you're discouraged. Let me tell you why you're depressed. You don't listen. You hear, then you guess. You hear, then you walk out of there confused. Why would you come to a place full of answers to leave and still fail the test? Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. i to got a whole lot of moves tonight. It's going to be like the Michael Jackson thriller video. I got so so much in me, I got to get to you tonight. Ooh, but baby, this is your winning season. And so I got to get you over the finish line. Somebody holler, it's winning season. So, for this is the will of God. What? Submission. You want to know I'm a bishop today? I submit it. I was in college for something else, and I sat down with my man of God at the time, and I said, this is what I'm doing, and his tone checked me. I said, I'm going to school for this, this, and this. He said, "Mm, what are you doing that for? I explained why. That night, nobody taught me submission. Nobody taught me honor. Nobody taught me order. That night, I went home, and the school I was enrolled in, uh... I ain't gonna say nay. I'm just gonna say it costs a whole lot of money. Touching them and say a whole lot of money. They didn't listen, they wanted so much money, they didn't have quarters, they had trimesters. And since I have been a business owner since high school, you know, there wasn't no financial. I was my aide. So you want some financial aid? Go write yourself a check. That night, it was Wednesday night. Watch this. For somebody tonight, your whole life. I wish I had some people that believe the Bible in him. For somebody tonight, your whole life is about to change. That night, that night, his tone rebuked me. He said, "Mm -hmm. what are you doing that for? I told him why. And he's like, okay. Well, and he moved on. That night. Went home, got on my computer. Uh, I think that was, I think, I think we had high speed at that time. If not, then I had to go AOL. And nobody better pick up that phone or you're going to ruin my whole connection. And that night, I disenrolled. No questions asked. No questions asked. What was my plan to submit? My whole plan was to submit. I said, I don't know what I'm gonna do next. I said, I'm building this business, I'm doing that. I said, but his tone checked me. His tone said, that's stupid. And it wasn't stupid, it was very smart. Your problem is, watch this, you think you're smarter than who you submitted to. So that night, I disenrolled. And I owe them people money. I paid them their money. I changed my whole life. Because his tone checked me. What you trying to say, Bishop? The harvest doesn't exist today. If in that one moment, watch this. I didn't put the verse up. I didn't follow the will of God. The will of God was to submit to what I was told. And I took his tone as a direction. I took his displeasure as direction. And watch this. He didn't give me another direction. I just knew I couldn't do that no more. Maybe there's certain things God is trying to say to you. Watch this. Watch this. I'm not gonna tell you what's next. I'm just telling you that's over. I ain't gonna tell you who your next best friend gonna be. I'm just telling you they ain't no more. I ain't telling you where your next job is. I'm just telling you that ain't it no more. I'm not telling you where your next city is. I'm just telling somebody, holler submit. So, he says, watch this. Let me finish. But this is the will of God that by doing good. You should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. So submission, hear me, doesn't make them right. It makes submission right. You got it? Sub, under, mission. Boom. Sub, under, mission. Sub, under, what? Mission. I get under a mission. That becomes my mission. Did you get that? You're so busy trying to be over stuff. That God said, that's why I can't trust you with nothing. You don't know how to get under something. Don't let people impress you by what they're over. What you need to ask them is, tell me who you are under. Y'all don't like that Wednesday. Yep, so let me press it. Since you should have said amen right there, let me press it. Touch your neighbor on the shoulder and just say, submission is the mission. What do you mean submission is the mission? The Bible says, put the verse up, for this is the will of God concerning your life. What is the will of God? Put the prior verse up. What's the will of God? Watch this. Go to the prior verse for me, please. That you would be what? Subject. Submissive. This doesn't make you weak. This is proof of your strength. This doesn't make you punk. This is proof that you have purpose. This doesn't make you weak. This is proof that you're like Jesus. You're meek. Bible says he was meek. Say meek. meek. Meek means he was submissive. Bishop, what do you mean God was submissive? He's God, and even God taught submission. What do you mean? Can I teach the principle like I want to? Even God taught submission. What happens? John the Baptist, y'all remember him from the Bible? Now, he's called the Baptist because he was a baptized baptizer, not because he was a Baptist by denomination. I need you to understand that, okay, because there's some people who really say, this is why you got to be a Baptist, Bishop. Is there one? <laughs> Where the chair? Put the chair out. No, I'm just I'm joking. Just, okay, <laughs> Some of y'all, everybody grew up in the Baptist, said so we love everybody. So that's not a knock on anybody. Okay, all right, praise God. All right, watch. John the Baptist was the incumbent prophet of the day. Say so he was the man on the scene. He's Jesus' relative. Now, many people suggest his cousin. The Bible doesn't specifically say that. Um, it's a close guess, but the Bible doesn't specifically say his cousin. But we'll go with the, with the general thought that he's his cousin. He's his relative. And the Bible says that when uh, Mary, Jesus' mother, is pregnant with Jesus, that uh, Elizabeth, John the Baptist's mother, when she's pregnant, when both of these babies get in the room, the Bible says they start Because both of them are prego, and they start kicking. Watch this, watch this. Just like what's been happening for you. Since you heard the voice of who God called you to. And I can't even explain it except to say. Watch, watch me though. So John, watch this, John, he's born, grows up. John is the man of God of the day. Jesus comes along. And when Jesus comes along, John has been prophesying about Jesus. He says, One is coming whose footstrap. Listen, I can't even undo his sandals. How bad is he? Bad in a good way. He's so bad, I can't even touch his sandals. These must be some bad sandals. No, what's the point? The point was, Jesus was the Anthropos. Can I teach? He's the God man, 100% God, 100% man. So much God, he can't believe his man. So much man, he can't believe his God. Watch this. And John recognized who he was. I pray you have people that can recognize you. Because some people are still trying to judge you based on who you used to be and based on what you used to do. And you need to have you some Johns that can look at you and look past your mess. Would you touch your name and say, I see you. I see your potential. I see your greatness. I see that you're not what you've been through. I see that you're going to be greater than your past. Touch somebody else, say, I see you. I see you. So so John knows who he is. So John, John says, I can't even touch his sandals. Jesus comes to him and says, listen, John, it's that time. It's time for you to watch this. Mikvah is the Hebrew custom. Mikvah is where we get our term baptized. And so when we baptize people in water, It represents a dying to the old person and a birthing of a new person. When a woman's getting ready to have a baby, the water, praise, go down, old you dies, come up, new you is in that water. That's why when we baptize at harvest, that water is freezing. I want you to remember. (laughs) No room temperature water here. We all need to remember. Touch your neighbor and say, "I remember." remember. Praise break. Anybody remember? Watch this. What you used to be. (laughs) what you used to do, how you used to be. Can we give God five seconds of glory that we may not be where we want to be, but we can thank God that we're not where we used to. Five, come on. Four, three, two, one. Somebody holler, yes, Lord. All right. He says, it's that time, John. You need to mikvah me. What is mikvah? Mikvah Not only was it used to cleanse of sin or to cleanse something that was unclean. So they would take an object, for example, that was deemed unclean because a leper, for example, touched it and they'd mikvah it, baptize it, mikvah it, and then it'd be cleansed. But it was also used to ordain people to ministry. So when Jesus goes to John the Baptist, God submits himself to another man. A man he made. He submits himself to another man. A man he created. A man he formed. A man that he could tell him what he's thinking right now. But he says, let me show you how to get the mission done. Learn to It wasn't about the fact that John knew less than Jesus. What was John going to teach Jesus about himself? Could you imagine John preaching He's like, and the, and the word says, he's like, actually, what I said was. <laughs> but he's teaching the principle of submission. Bishop, why do you keep doing all like this? Because submission says not what I want, what you want. When you're submitted, it's not how I feel. What do you feel? It's not what I think. What do you think? It's not how I want it to be. It's how you want it to be because right now I've got to submit to you. And if I can't prove I can submit to you, I'll never have anything to be over so somebody has to submit to me. Did you get that? Yes, Say submit. submit. So Jesus submits himself to John the Baptist to be ordained to ministry. And you know what happens? The Bible says that cloud breaks. Holy Spirit descends in the like the form of a dove and he says this is my, watch me, son. He proved he was worthy of the title son because he can submit. Can't be called son and you still want to do your thing. And the Bible says the earth is groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God, which means God says, can I get some people that will finally give up what they want and say Lord what do you want I wonder if there are any sons in the house I wonder if there are any daughters in the house that can say God it's not what I want but see see how quiet he got Mm -mm, I'm coming for that spirit I need you to put both of your hands in the air say Lord I submit to your will say what you want not what I want say you made me I didn't make myself your will Your will. (laughs) Release the praise right there. The earth is groaning not for you to have a brand. The earth's not groaning for you to have your own little thing. The Bible says the earth is groaning for sons, those that are submitted. Only was he called son when he proved he could submit. And only when he proved he could submit could he be trusted with us? He was trusted to save the world when he proved he could submit to a man. What if the breakthrough you're seeking is on the other side of submission? What if the seven figure deal you're trying to go after was on the other side of submission? What if your spouse was on the other side of submission? Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. What if your healing was on the other side of submission? Say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So we learned that we submit, watch this, to leadership. Submission doesn't make them right. It makes submission right. Now, let me give you this. Because some people say, well, Bishop, when is submission wrong? Submission is only wrong if it contradicts the word. I got that? All right, so somebody tell you, you know, you know, go, I don't want to say it like that strong, but if somebody tells you, you know, go knock a couple folk off, somebody, you better submit. Unless you're part of that department. <laughs> it's an inside joke. <laughs> I'm just joking. Amen, lights. <laughs> you getting the point? So, so submission only becomes an issue when it contradicts the word. And then how do I, check, how do I say something to that? In Hebrew, a Hebrew son can never go check his father. Daddy, you know you're wrong. His father would spit in his face and he'd be disinherited. That's Bible. Here's how he would have to say it. Um, father, yes, my son, what does Torah say about adultery? Because he had noticed that lady coming over. That wasn't mama. So he couldn't walk in there on his daddy. and Be like, daddy, you need to stop. Cause even when he was wrong, he still had to be respected. Ooh, I just messed with somebody right now. Ooh, it got quiet. They man symbols. What? They would have to say to their father, Father, what does Torah say about adultery? With the question, he would bring his father to repentance. The question allowed who he had to submit to to see who he was submitting to's error. Because he couldn't just go in and check it. Could it be that there's certain levels of authority you want, you can't get because you feel entitled to disrespect, Y'all don't like this preacher. Let's move. T-touch, touch your neighbor. Say, we don't have a right to disrespect. Just because you see folk at press conferences disrespecting folk does not mean. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Okay, let's move. Then we learn we should submit to God. Hebrews 12. 9. besides this, we had earthly fathers who disciplined us and we respected them. Shall we not much more be subject to the Father, Spirit, and live? So I said this to you on Sunday, that submission covers, it doesn't smother. But watch this. If you've ever had trauma in any type of leadership relationship or any type of relationship with an authority figure, maybe it's a mother and daughter, a father and son, a boss and an employee, or whatever. If you've had any kind of issues there, watch this. You see submission as being smothered. You don't see it as being covered. And anything uncovered spoils. Anything uncomfortable, I promise you, leave that mayonnaise out. Lead that cheese out. Lead that amazing green jamba juice out. It ain't gonna be bright green. It's <laughs> mm. Watch this. And once it's spoiled, it can't be received. There are certain opportunities, watch this, that could no longer have you because you were spoiled. But tonight, ah, I wish you would sit next to somebody that had some faith. Would you lay your hands on yourself, say your first name, say things are changing tonight? We learn, we learn. I'm not through, that we submit to God through His Word, John 14:15. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. That means my word. So here's how this works: when we learn the word, we live with the word. Can I get you to repeat that? When we learn the word, we live the word. Make it personal. Say, when I learn the word, I live the word. Go. When I learn the word, I live the word. One more time. When I learn the word, I live the word. Stop. I need us not to be a people. I need you not to be the type of Christian to where, watch this, you settle for being entertained. Where you settle for a show and never grab hold of substance. I need you to be more, watch this, I need you to be more excited about the clips of the word than somebody dancing. Oh, you didn't like it. You didn't like it, you didn't like it. I need you to be more excited about the word, watch this, than than somebody's praise. Because that's their praise. If you was excited about that word, you'd have one too. I don't know who this is for, but somebody say, I got to praise, and I got to get it out. Not yet. In a minute. Say, when I learn the word, I live the word. So what's one of the things in God's word we got to submit to? Here it is, and we're done. God's word is based on the Hebrew calendar, which has four different starts depending on purpose. Stop. Why is that important to know? God is always, by design, creating new beginnings. God is always by designs, listen to me, creating resets. Watch this. You only feel stuck because you feel that way. I need you to lay your hands on yourself, say a new beginning is upon me. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Say a new beginning is upon me. If you sit next to somebody that ain't doing it, just tell them to go and go on the vestibule because your road needs breakthrough. And need you to lay your hands on yourself and say, a new beginning is upon me. I don't care what it was. I'm telling you, it's about to be something new. I don't care how it felt. I'm telling you, it's about to be something new. What stressed you out last season is getting ready to be your testimony in this season. If you believe that, shout it out. So, so here it is. Here it is. If you still have a pulse, check, check. Oh, there you go. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Can you see my? You can't see. Let me get mad and maybe it'll pop out. <laughs> that right there? tells you God didn't give up on you, tells you he ain't finished with you, tells you that your greatest days aren't behind you, they're ahead of you, it tells you that, watch this, the plan is still in progress. Bishop, I made some mistakes, that's alright. God knows how to be like a good navigation system and says, watch this, let me reroute you. I know you got off a route, I know you got off journey, but I got the power to reroute you. I know you made some mistakes, but I got the power to reroute you. I know you made some failures, but I got the power to Somebody say, I'm on target. So, here it is. We are in a feast. It is called the Feast of Trumpets. The Feast. Somebody say the Feast. The Feast uh, in Scripture. The seven major feasts. Say seven. Uh, A feast is referred to as an appointed time or a kairos moment. Now, if you grew up in church, you probably never heard anything about this. Um, At Harvest, we don't celebrate things like Ash Wednesday. It's not in the Bible. We don't celebrate things like Lent. It's not in the Bible. Um, you've got Lint on your clothes, I suggest you get a Lint roller. <laughs> I'm joking, it's a different type of lint. You put ash on your forehead, you're gonna have skin gonna be toe up. And that's on you. <laughs> Alright? Here's the deal. Now, not knocking anybody that does that. We just don't do it because it's not in the Bible. Right? But what is in the Bible? Somebody say the feast. The feasts are referred to as an appointed time or a kairos moment. Here's what it means it's when heaven invades earth. When you clapped, when you lifted your hands, when you prayed, when we pray praise and worship, here's what we're doing. We're saying, God, we'd like an audience with you. Here's the feast. God says, I want an audience with you. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. When you clap, you're like, God, I want an audience. When you shout, God, I want an audience. When you worship, God, I want an audience. A feast is God saying, Mm-mm. I want an audience with you. I want to tell you about your future. I want to tell you about what's to come. So the scripture literally gives us this type of, this type of imagery. Say open heavens. And there's a lot of songs out on the market today about the heavens or open heavens. And that's real nice. Um, it's not inaccurate. It's just incomplete. It's possible that you can invoke that. What does that mean when heaven's are open? It means there's nothing blocking. Nothing's blocking. Everything's flowing. Mm. I need you to lay your hands on yourself. Say, I'm getting my flow. Mm. See, whenever there's a blockage, watch this. That means I'm delayed. I'm delayed because something has to get through something to get to me. But when heaven is open, that means there's no blockage. So that means there's no delay. So that means I declare it on Wednesday. Ha, I see it on Thursday. I de- Y'all like to say nothing to me. Somebody say, there is no delay. Watch me. There There are four major spring feasts, three major fall feasts. First, we're in, uh, is the feast of trumpets. Say trumpets. Trumpets is a Greek version of the shofar. The shofar is the ram's horn. The ram's horn had two unique purposes. The first thing is it came from a ram. That means it came from a seed-producing animal. Which means, watch this: whenever the ram's horn was present, something was getting ready to be produced. But the ram's horn was used number one as a place where they carried the anointing oil. whenever they were getting ready to anoint someone to do something, they'd take the get mine, uh, get the big one. I got a lot of them get the big one they, they would uh, They would take that ram's horn, and then that ram's horn, watch this, (coughs) it would be filled with oil. It would be capped off at one end. They'd place it over the head of whoever they were getting ready to anoint so that that individual, hear me, that individual uh, would now carry the oil necessary for what was next. (laughs) Oil is only produced when an olive is crushed, which means, watch this, the ram's horn represented the crushing was over. (laughs) Shout out. The ram's horn. Oh, I'm about to show up myself. The ram's horn. The ram's horn represented, watch this, that the crushing has come to its completion because the oil is ready to be released. I need you to lay your hands on yourself. Say, the crushing has come to its completion. Say, the oil is about to be released. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. No, darling, y'all playing with me. Would you tell somebody next to you, say, the crushing has come to its completion? The oil is about to be released. What's the oil? It's the grace I need for next. It's the favor I need for next. It's God adding his super to my natural. What does the oil do? It makes it easier. So even if it gets hot, watch this. I ain't going to stick to the pan. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Even if it gets rough, I'm not going to. So they would fill it. They would fill it. And they would fill it with oil. And whenever they put it over the head of who the oil was for, it would flow. Say flow. Watch this. Uh, there's a story in the Bible about David and his brothers. Uh, his father's name is Jesse. Can I teach you for a moment? His father's name is Jesse. Jesse has <clears throat> eight sons. Seven of Jesse's sons passed before Samuel, the man of God, and Samuel is there to anoint a new king. See, the man of God was the king maker, so he was higher than the king. So what he would do is that he would go in and he had the ram's horn. And whenever, watch this, he'd put it over the head of somebody. Come here. he put it over the head of somebody. Watch this. And if the, watch this, and if that was God's selection, there'd be a flow. Certain things are so difficult, watch this, because that ain't God's choice. There'd be a flow. But if, if the oil didn't flow, they'd say, you ain't the one, move. He tall. <laughs> Stay down there, son, there you go. Step into the light, though, Caroline, over here. no flow, boom, thank you. Okay, come here. You got a harvest shirt on, so it might work, come on. The oil flows on that V, let me see. Uh, Okay, watch this, they went through seven sons. And Jesse was like, well look, apparently you're wrong. Because watch this, it shouldn't take this long to find the right person. (laughs) It shouldn't take this long to find the right fit. It shouldn't take this long to find the right friends. Come here. It shouldn't take this long to find the right business partners. It shouldn't take this long to find the right job. It shouldn't take this long. You need to know there's more counterfeits than the real thing. There were seven counterfeits, and there was only one real thing. I need some of you to realize, watch this. Stop being mad at the counterfeits. Stop being mad at who didn't fit and who didn't flow. That's simply part of the journey. They get to the eighth one. Now, y'all quiet. I ain't playing with y'all. Then they get to David. Who's going to be my David? Then they get to David. They get to David. Come Come on. Then they get to David. Come on up. They get to David. And David's out in the field. His brothers are like, See, watch this. God's getting ready to do it in front of everybody that said you weren't the one. God's getting ready to do it in front of And I need you not to be mad. I need you not to be angry. I need you not to be bitter. Matter of fact, somebody say, I let it go. I let it go. God says, watch this. I'm about to anoint you right in front of your own kinfolk that said it wasn't going to happen, said it couldn't be done. I'm about to do it in. I saw you. I wasn't going to hit you. You backed up. I wasn't going to hit you. Got a good peripheral. It gets to David. And when he gets to David, all of a sudden the ram's horn starts shaking. The Bible doesn't record this. This is in the midrash, the midrash. It starts shaking. And Samuel's like this My boy, watch this. It's shaking, which means there's a little turbulence. There's a little rocket and shaking. It's shaking and rocking. But that's because it's about to flow. David, you waited and watched seven counterfeits go in front of you. And I don't know who this is for, but watch this. Your waiting days have come to them. Very- that was for me. He got to David. A little, a little shaking. And then when he puts it over David's head, all of a sudden there's a flow. And now the oil's flowing on David. And his brothers are standing around watching him get what they wouldn't submit for. Watch me. Because when David watched his brothers be in the house, he didn't get an attitude. He didn't get angry. He didn't get mad because he didn't get picked. He didn't get angry. No. You know what he did? He submitted. Come here. He submitted and he served. He submitted and he served. What was he doing when Samuel called for him? He was serving. What was he doing? He was submitting. What was he doing? He was serving. What was he doing? He was submitting. And then the oil flows right in front of his brothers. And now his whole family knows his house. I wish you were sitting next to somebody that knew that some oil was about to hit Schultz. (laughs) Hands up! My house is next! But the second thing, the second thing that the Rams home was used for, I'm not gonna blow it. It's not been cleansed. I used to play saxophone back in the day. This just reminded me of that. Um. There's ain't no sax. Alto sax? I played alto sax too. I never got good at that, though. I played it, though. Watch me. But then they would take it, and Moses would say, call the people to order. Call them to attention. I got something to say. Joshua would get up with the other leaders, and they'd blow the ram's horn. And when they blew the... That's what it sounded like. Some of y'all don't even know how to respond. You better stand that attention. You better stand that attention. Why? God says pay attention. Somebody say pay attention. Be seated. Be seated. Why? Why? When he played the ram's horn. Oh, we about to go in, y'all. When he played the ram's horn. Oh, when they... Blew the ram's horn and then everybody come to a kitchen. everybody watch because God's about to do something. The reason God lets some people see you in that last season is because He's about to call them to attention to see you in your winning season. And you ain't gonna be bitter about it come on you ain't gonna be angry about it you're not gonna be sloppy or petty about it you're gonna say to God be the glory release a praise right there God says, I'm about to do it. Pay attention. I'm about to make it happen. Pay attention. I'm about to. Yeah. 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 So let me finish. I'm supposed to make them shorter. I apologize. No, I don't. It's the word. This is when the year changes, it calls things into order. And whenever things are coming in the order, watch me, all, all, all my harvest worship, y'all stand up real quick, stand up real quick, all harvest worship, stand up real quick. Okay, watch this, everybody look over here, everybody look over here. Cameras, this is going to be dark out there, so if you can get a shot, get a shot, if you can't get a shot, uh, just imagine it, on my digital people. Are y'all ready? All right, all of y'all come on stage. Okay, all of y'all go back to your seats. All y'all go to stage. Go hug your neighbor. Everybody get on the stage. Watch. Whenever things are coming into order, there's a little confusion. Whenever things are coming into order, it's a little messy. Stop looking for perfection. Touch your neighbor and say, stop looking for perfection. Yes, it's not going to go exactly how you want it to go. It's not going to happen exactly the way you want it to happen. But it's coming into... It's coming into, it's coming into. Here's what it also does. Can I give you this one? I'm going to give you this one and then then I'm done with the word. And then for those of you that's going to come to after church, church. We got after church, church. Here's the last thing the ram's horn does. You Ready? You ready? It was designed to awaken everybody. Watch me. From their slumber. What do you mean? God says, can I, can I say this? And I, need, I love you, Harvest. I love you, Wednesday. I said, I need you not to get mad when I say this. I need, I need, you, I need you not to get angry or offended me when I say this. I says, this. Okay, you Ready? You've been too lazy for the level you're about to hit. I need you not to be angry with me. I need you not to get an attitude with me. I need you to know that your pastor loves you. You've been taking too many naps. You've been laying down too much. You've been slumbering too much. The Rams horn is to say, wake up, it's time. Wake up, it's time. Wake up,
0: it is time.
1: You've been too passive for what you're about to possess. I need you not to be mad at me. Even if you're a hard worker. Please don't be mad at me. Please just let me read the Bible. The shofar says, you keep watching a clock. And God says, listen, I was trying to give you the company, but you're a clock watcher. CEOs don't have weekends. That's what I'm doing. Here's what happens. When they blew the ram's horn, they didn't care when they blew it. It, would, it was designed to awaken everybody naturally, look at me, and spiritually. Your prayer's got to go to another level. Your worship's got to go to another level. Your giving's got to go to another level. Your servant has got to go to another level. Somebody say, wake me up. God says, from what I'm trying to do for you, you have to wake up. You, are, you keep getting stressed over small stuff. You ain't woke up to the fact, I says that if, for me to trust you with something big, I need you to let, watch this, stop letting small things stop big things from popping. So here's what happens. Let me finish the word. Here's what me finish the word. Touch your name and say, wake up. Um, Something interesting for me. Normally, I just open my eyes in the morning. And I normally beat my alarm clock up. Although I'm not a morning person, you know, some of y'all, where are my morning people at? God bless y'all. Praise God for you. Amen. Your bishop on the other hand. That ain't my thing. I'm about a 10.15 type guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some of y'all up at five forty-five, somebody called me this morning. Good morning, I said.
0: <laughs>
1: Watch. The last few weeks have been interesting for me because I've, um, I've, been, I've, been, I've been having, not difficulty, but I was just kind of a little slow in the morning. I didn't like me. Listen, if nothing else, I should be hungry because I ain't ate since six o'clock the night before. And today I said, Lord, why? Well, what's been up with that? He said, I needed to show you naturally something that happens to people spiritually. He said, I need you to see what happens. Watch this. W- when people sleep past the alarm. <laughs> when the ram's horn has been blown, touch your neighbor say, don't ignore it this time. It this time. For everybody under the sound of my voice, so you gotta let you got some doubt, wake up. To everybody under the sound of my voice, so you got some fear, wake up. To everybody under the sound of my voice, you're like, I don't know how God's gonna do it. That's none of your business. That's above your pay grade. Wake up. I wish you'd touch everybody on your row and just tell them, Wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up. Wake up. 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 Why? Now is the time for the saints of the Most High God to rise and possess the kingdom. So here's what we do. We're in now what's called 10 Days of Awe. Let me finish the word. 10 Days of Awe. Here's what we do. Say we pray. Pray. Following Rosh Hashanah, it's called 10 Days of Awe until the next feast that we're going to honor next Wednesday, which is uh, the Day of Atonement, also known as Yom Kippur. So say pray. Pray. Um, Say consecrate. Consecrate. That's what that means. That means you set yourself apart. Listen to me. Stop being extra available for regular people. Consecrate means set yourself apart for regular people. Church call, you don't don't talk about I'm consecrated. (laughs) Uh Huh? Right? And then here's what we're doing next Monday. During the time, the Bible commands us to fast. So what are we doing next Monday? I'm giving you advance notice. Y'all ready? Next Monday, we're fasting. Digital people, we're fasting. Next Monday until 6 p.m. local time whatever time zone you're in. Somebody say, we're fasting. And then here's the most important part of these 10 days of all. And it's a water only fast. Let we're talking about it's a Daniel's fast. <laughs> now, consult your doctor or physician if you have health concerns. Asterisk. Here's the most important part of the 10 days of all. Here it is. Say repent. During this time you gotta do. You gotta self reflect and self correct. That means already, and it's already been happening. God has been showing you. You can I get a witness? How many can just be honest? Because it's a biblical thing. Since Sunday, you've been looking at you like. And there's certain things you normally never had a problem with, and you're like, "You ready?" So here's what we're doing. Let me give you instructions again, all right? And then we're going to have to church, church, pray, and we just do that every day. Hmm? Consecrate, set yourself apart. There are certain people you need to look at the phone and say, "Last time we talked, they gossiped, so this time they probably want to do the same thing," so. Do you know my call? hmm Why? You're gossip. Watch this. And I participated with you. So I'm checking me by not connecting with you. <laughs> do you want to talk about something constructive? Because if so, we can definitely do that. Right? And then next Monday, what are we doing, y'all? We're fasting. What type of fast? Water only. Jesus. Consult your physician if you have health concerns. Water only. Not flavored water, not sugar water. I got to say this, because some of y'all be like, it's just Kool-Aid, Bishop. <laughs> it say orange juice. It say 99% water. Water. You can put some, listen, you can put some lemon in there. You can put some lime in there. You can put some cucumber in there. Stop right there. No strawberries. Because you're going to be trying to get little pieces of pit into my. No bananas. My, Oops, I accidentally ate a banana. God knows. I didn't see it. Even though it was in the bottle. And the bottle is see-through. Y'all got it? And then we repent. Say self-reflect. Self-correct. self-correct. Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal.
0: Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Experiences are what people love the most about travel.